Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Well, a very good Saturday morning to you. Merry Christmas Eve. Drive Time Radio, New York City, hanging out with you on a Saturday morning as usual. We are live today from Northern California. Red Bluff, California is the name of the town on I-5 that we are sitting in right now. As we um, as we get ready, I am uh, heading to the San Francisco Bay Area to celebrate Christmas with my sister and my daughter and uh, a, a cadre of good friends. And... Um, and that's uh, that's what we got. I mean, that's uh, you know, that's Christmas. I mean, I didn't think I was going to get there, to be honest with you. Uh, the roads this week have been horrible. You know that. Uh, yeah, I don't have. You don't need me to tell you that the roads have been impassable, uh, except for the select few that seem to thrive on driving in uh, the icy weather. But even, I mean, I, I consider myself to be. A pretty darn good winter driver. You know, I I, I mean, I've, I've done it a long time. I grew up learning how to drive um, in the winter. Or I, I learned how to drive, should I say, uh, a lot in the winter in snowstorms. I used to drive my father's snowplow around, uh, around a gas station and stuff like that. And uh, so you learn, you know, through that, you learn how to drive. And you learn how to uh, how to do this kind of stuff, and I gotta be honest with you. Uh, in watching people driving this week, and 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 I got out on the the ice. First of all, you couldn't walk. I mean, it took me fifteen minutes to walk to the car, and it cost right right next to my house. But with all the ice on the ground, it was extremely hard to uh, uh, to walk around. So now you, you're, you're trying to walk around. You're trying to get into the car. And I think I fell on my butt about four times trying to get into uh, get into the car. And it was it, I, about as slippery as I can remember seeing it. And I've been in some pretty big ice storms. And this one, and, and listen, part of the problem is, Seattle and and its surrounding areas don't do a lot to salt the streets. Don't do a lot to um, to get things cleaned up. And to be honest with you, with ice, there's not a lot you can really do. You know, it'd be easy to point a finger at the city and say, "Well, you know, they didn't do." It. But the actual, actually, uh, you know, I'm up at Edmonds, and the people. Uh, Public Works Department up in Edmonds did a nice job. They got some of the streets clear. Uh, it's a you know a, a, a never-ending job, and you're you're not going to be happy unless you know they come and plow your driveway or salt your driveway or spread brine or whatever they're doing on the driveway. But the reality is, there was not a lot that they could do. It was truly one of those if you don't have to go. Stay home times, which, uh, you know, again, you had 
first you had the, the, you know, I mean, it just seems like there's been snow on the ground all week. And then with the ice hitting uh, yesterday morning, I mean, it was, it was nuts. And I came out of the house uh, first, as, as I said, I got in the car, I drove on it a little bit. And I said, you know what? I'm going back. I was supposed to leave for uh, uh, California. Uh, what's today? Saturday, uh, Thursday. And with the ice coming, I was like, oh, man, this looks like it's going to be a mess. And it sure was. I'm glad I didn't try to go earlier because everywhere you look coming down. I mean, I just drove I-5 from Seattle down here to Northern California. And I mean, there are trucks scattered all over the place. It's going to take them days to get these trucks off of the sides of I-5. Um, uh, especially in um, Northern Oregon and Southern Washington, there's just, I don't know, I, I probably 10, 15 um, tractor-trailer combos that uh, have either flipped over or are lying on their side or are down in the ditch. I saw um, last night in Oregon, there was a towing service. And I don't know if you watch uh, Highway to Hell or Highway Through Hell, actually. Uh, you know, the, the tow truck shows from up in Vancouver or in Toronto. But they're interesting. And it was, you know, they had, um, I watch them. And they, you know, kind of show you how the towing operation goes on these big rigs. And they had, it was just like you saw on TV. They had a bunch of guys out there and they were unloaded. They couldn't flip the tractor over with a load in it. So they had a ton of people out there unloading the tractor trailer, uh, the, the trailer so that they could get it and flip it over. So I don't know what the cargo was. I mean, I'm going by it 50 miles an hour. So I don't know exactly what they were unloading, but they really, uh, you got to give those guys a lot of credit, man. They work, uh, they work their butts off to uh, clear the road on a, on a night like last night when it was viciously cold and very slippery out. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was an interesting night driving down. Uh, let's see, what is that? It, the Bridge by Centralia. I forget if, if that's the one that goes over the Cowlitz River or what. I, f I forget. Um, but I caught a gust of wind on that thing, and it blew me over like two lanes. And I'm like, whoa, maybe it's time to turn around. <laughs> I got to Vancouver, and I was pulled over. And I said, you know, this might not be the smartest idea in the world. And believe you me, I am a victim of uh, several not so smart ideas in my life. But I figured, you know, I looked at the maps and everything. I said, okay, if I can get down to Salem, if I can get down past uh, Portland, I think I'll be okay. And sure enough, got down past, uh, past Portland, uh, you know, down to Salem, down in that area. And, the temperature went up to about 40 and it was 
pretty much clear sailing all the way through. There was some icy spots here and there, but for the most part, it was a decent ride. Um, foggy, very foggy, but a decent ride. So it is Christmas Eve. Uh, Merry Christmas to all of you out there who celebrate Christmas. Uh, happy Hanukkah to those who are still celebrating Hanukkah. I forget which night this is. I would think tonight'll be like the sixth night or something or fifth night, something like that, if I had my uh my counting correctly. But uh it's uh you know, Christmas, this is an interesting Christmas because a lot of people thought they were going someplace and they wound up going no place. You thought a lot of people were coming that aren't going to be coming because everything is so screwed up. Um, you know, with the weather, not just here in Seattle, but all over the place. It's all, uh, it's a mess. The whole country is uh, screwed up as far as transportation, as far as getting any place. Uh, I saw a piece on a, a, a CBS station in San Francisco where they had these, these people at the, you know, trying to get a, a flight, I think it was Alaska, up to, um, up to uh, uh, Seattle, and they couldn't get a flight. So these four people on the, they were trying to get on this flight, said, you know what, let's just all chip in and rent the car. So that's what they did. They uh, they rented a car. I don't know how successful they were once they got up here. You know, you never get to see the end of the story. Uh, but if you're one of those people, let us know how you how you did because you know the car thing probably worked good until you got to the uh, ice storm of um, you know down by. Uh, Centralia, when you got there, once you got to Centralia North, it was uh, it was pull over and wait. So, we, you know, we tell you to carry food in the car and some water and some stuff like that in case something like that happens. And that's exactly what uh, what I did here. As a matter of fact, I think I still have my somewhere my can of. Trader Joe's, uh, I got two cans of Trader Joe's eggplant. And that stuff is, uh, that stuff works perfectly. It's got a zip top on it. You take two cans of that, you throw it in the trunk or in your bag that you have in the car. And if uh, something happens, great energy food. And um, you could, you know, you put a sleeve of crackers in there and you have yourself enough to get by for uh, a day. If you're stuck in the in your car in the winter weather, um, you know, I mean, I, I carry that. I carry an emergency blanket, you know, one of those Coleman silver blankets. Um, you know, a, a little shovel. I have a little, you know, battery booster that I use. You know, to help. Sometimes I have to help myself out. But instead of waiting for a tow truck for four hours on a day like like yesterday, you can really sit there waiting for a long time for uh, to get a boost or to have a tow truck come and get you. With these, uh, this, this no-co thing uh, that I talked about last week uh, about presents, you can get somebody 
that is, um, you know, a driver, you know, car-oriented presence. Uh, like I said, this thing last week, this thing was a hundred bucks, and it's a great hundred buck investment because if something, uh, you know, you get a dead battery, you leave your lights on. Maybe you're at a a, a meeting uh, later at night, and somebody leaves their lights on. You take out the noco, you plug it, you know, you you put the, the booster cables on it, and bang, it starts your car, and you go. What well, could be simple? You'd have to sit there for two or three hours waiting for AAA to come by or even a half hour. You know, at night, who wants to be hanging out in the streets at night anymore? Especially if, uh, especially if you're a woman, it's, it's an even better deal to carry one of these things in the car. Because this way you open the hood, you hook it on, boom, you start the car and you go and you're out of there. So, uh, again, that's something if you're looking for that last-minute uh, present. And they not, listen, they don't pay me or anything. It's not that I'm getting any money for uh, telling you about these things. But I just think that that is such a, a valuable piece of equipment to have in your car uh, these days. Uh, it, it, it gets you out of – it can get you out of – Situation you don't want to be in, sitting in a parking lot late at night, wait for uh, somebody to come and give you a boost. This way, boom, boom, you put it on the battery, you crank it, start it up, and you take off. What could be simpler? All right, being as it is Christmas Eve, what I thought we would do today, uh, first of all, let me uh, bring in our erstwhile producer, uh, the man who keeps uh, everything together in this place. Without him, it would look like a jalopy. Instead, it's a fine-tuned machine. Mr. Nathan, our producer. Producer Nathan, how are you this morning? Good morning, Vinny, and Merry Christmas Eve to you. And Merry Christmas Eve to you, too, Pally. What, uh, Nathan, I got to ask you. I thought about this question this week, and I, I wanted to ask you, what is the first Car-oriented Christmas present you ever remember getting? First car-oriented Christmas present. That's like anything as long as somehow a car is involved? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure I probably got a Hot Wheels as a stocking stuffer. That, that, that I, I would have to say that's probably the first. Do you remember which one by any chance? Ooh, I was always really big into the twin mill. So it had to have probably been a twin mill. Those were very cool. I, I always seem to get, matter of fact, uh, because I always ask for some kind of car present, you know, uh, uh, for Christmas. Uh, one year I got um, a slot car track, you know, the little HO tracks. Mm -hmm. So I got one of those. That was really cool. Um, I, I always got a model for Christmas. I used to build models when I was a kid. And I always got some kind of. Uh, model except when i was a kid i wanted a Ed big daddy roth model and um uh, my mother would not get it for me or oh, santa claus wouldn't bring it actually at the time <laughs> exactly no spoilers here yeah santa claus would not bring it santa claus for some reason did not like Ed big daddy roth 
who, uh, for those who may not know, was a, a, a custom car designer uh, and the guy who designed and uh, made popular uh, the Rat Fink. The little matter of fact, we have the rat, sat, Saint and the Rat, we have sitting up on the dashboard, and uh, we used them in car reviews all the time. Well, the Rat is the Rat Fink, and that was uh, a creation of Ed Big Daddy Roth, who was part of the uh, 70, uh, 70s, 70s, 50s and 60s custom car design craze uh, down in Southern California. Um, Ed, uh, D. Jeffries, George Barris, um, and, and a ton of other uh, car designers uh, were... People who would either build a custom car for you for a, a movie or uh, a TV show. There's several characters that had custom cars in TV shows. Or if you just wanted to get your own car customized, you take it to a custom shop and they would, you know, put a little metal here, put a little metal there, drill a few holes in. Next thing you know, your car looks totally different. Um. Barris built the um, Barris built the uh, Batmobile was probably his uh, his most famous creation. But he also built uh, I think he built the Monster Coach. I think he also built uh, the Monkey Mobile. It was the GTO that the monkeys ran around in. But he did a he did a number of cars, and then also. You know, the stars of the day, the Hollywood stars of the day would go and they would get their, their uh, um, cars customized as well. So, you know, he had deals with the model companies. They used to get a model every uh, every year. One year, I got the visible V8. And that was pretty cool, Nathan. I got to tell you, that was, I don't think I ever put it together all the way. But it was a, a V8 engine that was made of clear plastic. And you could actually put it together and then see it work. Oh, wow. Yeah, very interesting stuff. Very nice. So, now, what's what What do you, uh, if you could get one car present this year, uh, because your mom's probably listening and hasn't probably completed your uh, Christmas shopping yet. So, I don't know if you could get one car present this year what would you like Santa Claus to bring you oh man there's so many different options I could get oh that's a good question maybe uh, I have a front dash cam maybe a rear dash cam I mean that's the first thing that comes to mind a rear dash uh, yeah. I know that's kind of counterintuitive saying rear dash cam but you know yeah, something for I the rear window you get the point yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're very handy to have because if somebody hits you in the rear, you want to be able to show that, too. Right? I know something's going on behind you. I mean, I watch those videos. Mm -hmm. Shows you how, how wonderful my life is. Um, <laughs> I watch those dash cam videos. And, hey, they're you know, pretty entertaining. I've watched uh, a few of those myself. Yeah. 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 They, you know what? I don't know why, but the car crash videos and the dash cam videos have some kind of allure to them that I can't quite figure out what it is. But yet, every week or so, I'll go back and click on one and start to watch it. Um, I'm trying to think of what my favorite move is. 
you know, I mean, the inter- going through the intersection and get T-boned is kind of old. I do like the ones that hit a house. Oh, yeah. I mean, how the hell are you hit a house, Nathan? I actually was someplace and somebody uh, had the old case of, you know, put. I'm not sure how it happened, but based on what I saw, they were in the parking lot and in between there was a median with a ditch and they, I guess, had it in drive instead of reverse and they went over the little parking bump that's in front and into that ditch and they were probably stuck there, I want to say, four hours before a tow truck finally got them. Wow, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. They weren't hurt or anything, were they? No, and I don't think the car was either. They just couldn't get it out because it was like a muddy ditch and maybe yeah. a front-wheel drive car and just couldn't get itself out. Yeah, th- th- those are uh, yeah, those are em- embarrassing ones. There's, uh, you know, you always see, and, and like I say, the, the, the hitting of the, the house is always a weird one there's also um i don't know i I always like the ones where the car gets away from the person and inevitably they're chasing their own car down the street oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) that i think that's more embarrassing than hitting a building (laughs) that or watching a tire that popped off and goes you know 20 miles down the road and they just follow it all the way with their dash cam uh yeah but yeah but to tell you that those t- I mean a tire can really hurt I knew somebody that got seriously hurt a tire blew off of a car and bounced and bounced up to the roof of his car oh they're no and, joke yeah no it was he had some some nasty injuries from that um because those things I mean it's moving at sixty miles an hour and it weighs you know forty or fifty pounds at least. So it's yes, it's I mean it's a, it's 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 a weapon, man. So anyway, you got to be uh, you, you have to be uh, be alert on the uh, on the freeway because more and more you see, uh, especially these trucks, you know, these large trucks, they they lose the tire, they lose the wheel, man. They'll cut a car in half. So be careful out there, Nathan. Always Promise am. Be careful. Always am. What are you uh, now? What are you? Um, are you going out for dinner on Christmas? Or are you staying home? Are you cooking for your your wonderful parents? I'll just be staying home and doing the good old traditional annual Polish Christmas Eve dinner. That's usually our big occasion as far as dinner goes in the family. Oh, we got like a ham and a bunch of fruits, and we do the passing of the opłatki. Wow! But you you don't make the lumpki, huh? No, uh, Kishka is a big one. We'll have it on for breakfast on Christmas. Oh, mm, I love Polish food. My uh, my ex-wife's uh, family is Polish, and her mom used to make uh, the glumki on, on Christmas, you know, like the stuffed cabbage things. Oh, it was so good. Uh, I don't think oh, we're man. too big into uh, those things, so I don't think that's probably why, or I think that's probably why we don't have it. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, the, the Polish people know how to do Christmas, man. They really they do. do. They, yeah, they really make a make a, a a big festival out of it, and people go and, you know, bring food over each other's house and everything. It's really here. Here we call up DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for us, the 
Christmas Eve dinner wouldn't be Christmas without having Neoplatki. That's our big thing. Ah, uh, we're uh, we have. Uh, I usually do the seven fishes. Oh yeah, uh, fishes included too. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have the fish. Uh, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not cooking this year. Uh, last year I made I made the seven the seven fishes feast uh, for my daughter and I, and we had that last year. Um, but uh, I don't know. I I think my sister's doing prime rib tonight, and then for Christmas she'll probably do brajol, which is like uh, Italian skirt steak that's rolled and stuffed, really good. So we'll uh, we'll do that, exchange presents, and uh, you know, and enjoy enjoy the family being together. That's that's uh, that's the most important thing. Well, wish your parents a merry Christmas for me, please. Will do. Yes, um, there was a, it was such fun meeting them um, this year uh, at the ballpark. So I really enjoyed that. All right, you got a question you want to ask me, Nathan? Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? Oh, Nathan, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> what am I driving this week? Uh, I am driving a 2023 Toyota um, TR, uh, um, TRD. And it is, uh, it is a, uh, a huge, big, orange hulking tundra that uh, is uh, admired by people near and far. You talk about the right week to have the right car. (laughs) This was the right week to have this car, uh, to have this truck, this Toyota Tundra. uh, You know, it's uh, like I said, it was all redesigned last year. And, um, the TRD version uh, is really, you know, they, they really kind of pull out all the stops on it. It has, uh, you know, the hood scoops, the cladding, the running boards, the, uh, you know, short bed in the back, uh, a drive system that was very efficient in the ice and the snow, very efficient, very uh, simple to operate. Uh, special suspension package in this thing as well. Uh, I have not had a chance to take it off-road, but I will do that uh, this week. But I'm looking forward to that because these, this, the Tundra and the Tacoma are two of the, you know, the most popular off-road vehicles. And so it will be uh, interesting to see people's reactions to this thing. And to take it off-road and uh, hopefully have a little fun at uh, one of the uh, off-road parks in uh, Northern California. But uh, it is, um, it's a hulking big vehicle. Um, I'm going to give you a little bit of a tour of it here. Just take you right around it. Four doors, as I said. Uh, humongous sunroof. And you can see the sky uh, right up there. Isn't it beautiful? What a blue, that's what a blue sky looks like, Seattle, in case you forgot. And um, very sharp vehicle. Like I said, it gets looks all over the place uh, because it's, um, you know, it, it's got the big black wheels and, the, the, you know, the, the, the huge tires. And it's 
There's something about these trucks that touch people, uh, especially guys. You know, everybody probably got a, you know, every guy got a truck like this for Christmas at one point. A little, you know, a little model truck, a little Tonka truck or something like that. And it touches a very basic part of us inside. And it's Toyota does that in the same way that the Bronco did that we drove um, a few months ago. There's a certain thing about these uh, trucks that touch you deeply inside. And so, you can, you know, when you sit there and you say, well, why does somebody buy a truck like that? Because it takes them back to a time when life was more fun, when they were getting, you know, well, uh, what's the what's the saying? The difference between men and boys is the, uh, the price of their toys. Well, this is kind of runs along with that. I mean, this thing is um, a little north of, of uh, 55 grand, I think. Uh, but it just when you get in it, it it makes you. It, it gives you uh, a sense of uh, of of pleasure of 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 it being not a transportation vehicle, but a toy. Uh, something that you uh, you know you spend time washing and and taking care of and maintaining, uh, you know, and and, and taking it off road and uh, and having fun with it. And I've never been much of an off road guy. Uh, but I'll tell you what, that Bronco uh, that that I had uh, a, a little while ago, we took it out to the stumps there at the lake, Kachilas, uh, and it was fantastic. It went through everything. It went around the stumps. It went through, you know, uh, uh, a couple of four and a couple of streams up there. It was great. It was an afternoon of fun. My and I had my daughter with me, and and you know, I mean, it was one of those things where her dog passed away like the week before, and and we just needed something to break us out of the funk of of the dog leaving us, of the dog passing away, and we got the four wheel drive, and we took it out there, and you know what? For a couple hours. All of the uh, all the troubles of the world went away, and we were just uh, having fun, dipping our tootsies in the creek, and uh, driving uh, this insanely ridiculous vehicle um, around tree stumps. Uh, I, I I could think of worse ways to spend an afternoon. Believe you me. It was a lot of fun. So we'll have the full review on the Toyota for you uh, in an upcoming edition. But that's what I'm driving this week. Go on. Uh, you can go on uh, our Facebook page. At Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? That's where I stick all of these. And we put pictures up and uh, maybe um, take a few pictures of this thing here in Northern California. Who knows? Maybe we'll get out and take a picture or two here at the rest stop that uh, we're broadcasting this show from. Uh, today here in uh, just um, south of uh, north, I should say, of Red Bluff, California. All right. Tell you what we're going to do. Uh, being as it is Christmas Eve, I thought that instead of me just sitting here talking uh, for an entire uh, hour, uh, we would have a little uh, musical interlude as well, because there are a number of songs that are. that are. Uh, Car songs about Santa 
and Christmas and its sleigh. So I figured that we would take and, and play uh, a couple of those for you. So let's start it out with, um, let's see, which one do we want to start it out with? I had it queued up here and I forgot about it. So, I mean, I didn't forget about it. I just uh, lost it. But now I got it back again. All right, let's start this out with Randall Connell. Randall has written a song called Santa Has a Hot Rod. And so let's listen to this one on Drive Time Radio. There you go. Randall Connell. And uh, Santa's got a hot rod. Santa has a hot rod. Santa's got a hot rod. Somewhere he has a hot rod. And a cool kind of little ditty from... uh, uh, blues style. Uh, that's the great thing about searching for these car songs and looking for is they go through all genres of of music, and so you have country western, you have new age, you have a little bit of everything. Uh, and I was surprised that the Christmas car songs, because you'd say to yourself. How many Christmas car songs can there be? But there's actually quite a few of them. This next one is one that um, I remember from when I was uh, uh, spitting alternative music hits at uh, KUSF down in San Francisco. This is a guy that's uh, had a, uh, a, a number of hits in England. I had one here many years ago with a song called Fool If You Think It's Over. Chris Ray is his name. And uh, this one is Driving Home for Christmas. Chris Rhea, actually. It's it's not Chris Ray. It's Chris Rhea. And um, Driving Home for Christmas. Big hit in England. He's a British... uh, I think he's British or Australian, but I I think he's very popular in England. And uh, that one is one he did several years ago. Uh, And as I said, you may remember him from a hit in the 70s, Fool If You Think It's Over. Uh, But uh, a nice little kind of driving song, and it kind of captures that spirit of driving home for Christmas. Uh, It's Drive Time Radio. I'm New York Vinny. We are, uh, for the second half of the show, just playing some, uh, you know, we do the cartoons every week. We pick a cartoon out and we play it for you because music and cars go together so well. So I figured this week we take a few of them so you wouldn't have to hear me yapping about cars. Besides, uh, you know, how much news is there about cars at Christmas week? Everybody takes off. Everybody uh, hits it. Everybody gets ready for the Consumer Electronics Show, which is coming up uh, in January. And uh, so consequently, not a lot of news to go over, uh, except one thing I do want to tell you and want to make you aware of is that if you are going uh, or you're in the market to buy a new car, there are, um, and as we heard last week when we had our friend from Costco Auto program on, uh, the rebates and deals of the last two years uh, that you didn't see are back on some models of cars. So if you're thinking about buying a car, there is, um, there's actually incentives and uh, dealer leeway and, uh, and so much more out there and available right now. So if you're thinking about buying a car, um, a new car, this could be the time to do it. Used cars, I would wait a few weeks because uh, all indicators are 
that the uh, market is going to be flooded with used cars over the next month or two. Uh, but if you're in the market for that new car, this might be a good time to check with that dealer the last week of the year. They're usually motivated to get to get cars out the door anyway. And uh, this year, with incentives and so on and so forth, uh, factory incentives back again, uh, you may be able to cut yourself um, a fantastic deal on uh on um on a nice uh you know on, on a decent car something that you want the uh again the overall price the average sale price for a car remains ridiculous <clears throat> but that's because so many people are buying you know hummer pickup trucks and and, and stuff like that and huge you know seventy and eighty thousand dollar pickup trucks that uh and suburbans and stuff like that, then it's driving the average price of cars up. There are still twenty-seven, dollars $29,000 cars out there. Um, but you have to search them out. You have to look for them. You have to do your due diligence on the internet for those, uh, for those particular things. Before we go back to uh, another Christmas car song or cartoon, um, I just want to say uh, a quick word about a couple of people that help make this show run um, every week. Our first uh, the guy that's been invaluable to this show and um, is just a, a good friend and somebody who makes things uh, uh, click and has been uh, uh, giving me good advice throughout the years. Uh, my good friend, Keith Slater, great guy. Um, and uh, he's uh, just so much a part of what happens on this show. Uh, the other gentleman that I wanted to uh, acknowledge is a guy that I have talked about with you several times before, my good friend, George Jackson of George Jackson Promotions. Uh, George is in the business of uh, doing promotional items for businesses that you know coming up next year you want to give people pens maybe this year you had christmas presents you want to give them you need t-shirts for your business other kinds of shirts um you know trophies awards whatever george handles all of that stuff he does a lot of work for sports teams um and does a lot of work for a lot of uh you know major corporations, but that doesn't mean that he's too busy uh, to talk to you about exactly what you need, what would make a good incentive, a good uh, present, a good uh, handout um, tchotchke for your customers. You can go to George Jackson Promotions on Facebook and find him there or go to his website, georgejacksonpromotions.com. Just Google him and his website will come up and you'll see all the wonderful things that he has. He did my uh, T-shirts a couple of years ago for I did a it's kind of a thank you to the people who helped me out so much when I was in the hospital and in rehab. I made up uh, about uh, I forget how many I think it was about 100, 120 T-shirts. Um. They looked like uh, rock and roll T-shirts. They had, you know, New York Vinnie's, uh, 
in a coma, not Tacoma tour on him. And, and I just handed him out to some of the people that basically saved my life. And it was really nice to, uh, and he did, George did a great job with those shirts. He's working on something else for me right now. So again, if you have a business or you need, um, uh, you know, to talk to somebody about uh, getting promotional items for your business, for your sports team, for whatever, please uh, pick up the phone, uh, jump on the internet and look for George Jackson Promotions. He's in Pittsburgh, but he serves the entire country. And again, a great guy. Uh, who has helped this show out and me immensely. I uh, couldn't say enough about, about the guy. He's just helped us uh, keep this thing on. Yeah, which is, you know, what we have to do. We have to, uh, you know, if you want this kind of quality entertainment, you got to keep it on the air, you know, and these guys help out, uh, help do that in, uh, in such a way. All right, let's go back to another cartoon. I think... Yeah, I think the most popular Christmas cartoon is this one. It was done by the Beach Boys back in 1963. Uh, uh, Brian Wilson just uh, getting down and getting dirty, working another song out uh, for the uh, expanding Beach Boys catalog. At the time, here is a holiday standard with the little St. Nick. I tell you, go to Beach Boys here on Drive Home Radio and Little St. Nick, one of my favorites. Um, Love that song since I was a little kid. And here I am, an old man, and still playing it. I, I love that. Brian Wilson doing a great job with uh, the arrangements and writing that one and the Beach Boys using their vocal harmonies. It's Drive Time Radio. We're getting ready to close things out here on a uh, Saturday morning. Um, what we'll do is we'll say our our goodbyes now and then uh, leave you with a uh, leave you with a song to take us out because sometimes it's good every once a year to go out with uh, with a little music with a smile on your face and a song in your heart uh, next week we will give you the finalists for the top five cars that I did not want to give back this year and uh, boy we have an interesting list compiled of cars that I just did not want to hand back to the company this, this year. It was some really good stuff that we got a chance to drive and uh, very memorable cars. Uh, it's, it was a great year for cars, uh, both internal combustion engine and electric cars. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give you the uh, top five. Uh, I, I didn't get back. And uh, of course, the number one is our car of the year. It gets the Vinny award. So you can't beat that. You get that one. Now we will, we will, we'll give you the finalists next week. And then the week after that, to kick off the, our first show of the new year, we'll give you the, the, the winner, but uh, stay tuned for that. Also watch our Facebook page because we will put uh, some questions about the cars up there so we can figure things out. All right, uh, that is going to put it in the books for this show. Uh, we will leave you with um, with uh, one of the uh, 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 Christmas tunes. Uh, before we do get out of here, though, uh, Nathan, uh, have a very Merry Christmas and a safe and a blessed one. And uh, I will catch up with you next week for New Year's. Thank you very much, Vinny, and Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. 
All right. And to all of our listeners out there, everybody who contributes to the show, uh, thank you so much. Have a very, very blessed and memorable Christmas. Uh, hope you have a family around you and people that you love around you. And, uh, and, and, and do something nice for a stranger, too. I mean, this is a time of year we should all come together and, uh, and, and be nice. Well, we should do that all the time. But especially on Christmas, let the guy in, in front of you, you know, uh, in, in the lane. You know, be nice to people. Wait for the pedestrians to go through the crosswalk. Have at least one day a year when things are nice. All right, we'll leave you with um, Keith Harling. Uh, and his um, his little ditty about uh, Santa has a sleigh, but it's a big one. It's a tractor trailer. And this one goes out to all of the people who are moving our goods around, even on Christmas Eve in uh, their trucks. Have a good one. See you next week, if the Lord's willing, and the creek don't rise. Merry Christmas. Merry